getting ready. In a world of entrepreneurship, I'm getting ready. Tony tells it how it is. I'm getting ready. As a restaurateur, she continues to disrupt. I'm, I'm getting ready. And bring us the fucking sauce. Ladies and gentlemen, here's your host, Tony Calderon. Yo, God, I missed that. I've been on hiatus, even though you have been hearing consistent podcasting. That's because I prepare, bitches. Yay! People don't think I prepare. What you see coming down the pipeline has been coming down the pipeline for years, right? Right. So I had months before I had the baby to prepare for a leave of absence, and I took maybe a month and a half off. <laughs> and uh, I'm back at it because I've got shit to say, apparently. Apparently. So that's mom. Mom's here too. Hey. So Cody's home with the baby. The baby's seven weeks old. That went really fast. Good. I'm not sleeping through the night yet, but who needs sleep? It's so overrated anyway, right? Isn't that what all the entrepreneurs bl- blast in your head? Sleeping's for the week. Well, bitch, I must be strong as hell because <laughs> I am not sleeping. <laughs> so I uh, took a hiatus from the restaurants as much as possible. Uh, I was available, but I didn't dive in as much as I thought I was going to. I actually did take a time away from all of the things. And Tatiana, my lovely executive assistant, is here to attest to some of that. Yes. <laughs> she I barely took, heard from her. I was actually super surprised. It was great. And you took a lot of the brunt and uh, delegated to people who needed to see the emails coming through my email chain. And it was great. I sat at home in my pajamas for 24 hours a day and waited for baby. And then when baby got here, sat in the same pajamas for 24 hours a day. I can also attest to that. <laughs> yep. She came over to get some doc signed and I had my crazy, I'm like, don't judge me, spit up all over me. I'm like, this is life. This is life. But I'm signing deals in the middle of it, right? I'm uh, in the middle of refinancing one of my properties and also, you know, moving and shaking with um, moves that are made with Presto. We opened up Presto while I was out for the count and we've got another one coming up in Shrewsbury on the 9th. Presto so. Park City. It's yeah. going good. Yep. Mom's got her Presto shirt on right now because she came right over from yes. opening up a store. And that is a direct result of being short in labor, right? So we have no employees. So I'm at home in my pajamas feeling so guilty because everybody else is carrying the load of us being short staffed because we're in level 72 of pandemic right for restaurants so this is now another layer of shit we have to get through and um it's a big conversation it's all over social media every industry is feeling this labor shortage but i feel like restaurants are getting the worst of it because people are totally getting out of the industry they're wanting to go live their best life. So they're seeing that, okay, maybe I don't want to serve tables because right now they don't have to, they're getting the extra money. Right. Why would you? Right. Um, so, I mean, what do we do? We can't find anybody in the kitchens. We can't, I can't open up one of my restaurants because we're short staffed. And also it's a strategy because I wouldn't reopen all of my restaurants. I wouldn't open all of my restaurants at the same time. So I can't reopen all of them at the same time. Right. So we're making sure canteen is nailed down before we open up Aviano's. But at the same time, I don't have staff. No. 
So it's it's a hope and a prayer that we're opening Prestos and why we're doing it so quickly is strategy too, right? It's very strategic is the yeah. fact that you only need two to three operators per store. Right. And um, it allows for more cash flow in my company. Yes. Whereas the restaurants are still trying to get back to 100% because we have labor shortages. We have a higher demand of your um, skill set. So... Presto isn't that. Presto is, do you have a pulse? Come on in. Two Tonys <laughs> is how long have you been cooking? Pretty much. You know what I mean? Like yeah. how long have you been serving? So there's there's layers to this, right? Yeah. So Presto's moving quick and fast because of that. But it goes back to me feeling guilty that I can't jump in and help anybody out because I'm working on the business from an aerial standpoint and now I just had a new baby. So I don't know. It's it's conflicting, but it's not. And I'm speaking to this because there's a lot of working moms out there that I don't think have a CEO as a as a role model that's going through it. Because I don't. Who do I look up to as a female CEO? Yeah. There are a few on social media, but they're annoying. I'm really trying not to be annoying. So let me know if I'm being annoying. <laughs> <laughs> there are those annoying women out there that are like the girl wash your face thing. Like she's she's great. She does. She has a huge following. But that's annoying to me. So it's I'm like, who do I follow for motivation and inspiration as a, a woman that just literally popped a baby out? And there's there's um, layers to that, too. Like, there's a whole, you have to heal. Yeah. As much as I wanted to get up and get back to it, you have to heal. And you have to sit there and you have to wait. And then the baby needs you more than it needs daddy. And that's your job. Right, right. You gotta nurse them. You gotta pump. You gotta. You, you know what to do. Yeah. He's a new daddy. He really doesn't know the. So it's demanding. You know. And then you have, on the other hand, the other side, the other hat, is everybody in my company. Thank God, they're all self-sustaining people that they can take it and run with it. Um. So it was just a testimony to how strong the team actually is, and how much more confidence I have to move forward too. But other people haven't spent their life's work to be able to set up that team and then plan a pregnancy. Mm-hmm. This was all planned. Yeah. And uh, the timing was perfect. It was. So the pandemic was like a double-edged sword for me. Uh, yeah, and for many. For many, yeah. I can't speak to them, though, Ma. I know. But I hope that somebody can relate to where, you know, a lot of babies happened. That's <laughs> true. A lot of babies happened over the pandemic. So hopefully there's somebody out there that can relate to having to you be know, You can all have a play date. Right? Are you pandemic mommies? <laughs> <laughs> and we can sit there and commiserate. I did it on the second floor at uh, One South. There you go. Mom's con- <laughs> Mom plugged twice today already. I'm proud of her. <laughs> so, yeah. You're funny. You're funny. So... I'm rambling because I'm trying to get my, this is mom brain. I'm trying to get my footing beneath me again on um, what it is to step back into the role. But I have an eight-year-old, right? So the whole new mom thing is over for me. I started over completely, but it's different this time because Tony and I were separated shortly after I had him. So I always had Avi 50% of the time. So when I would go and do business or go out and have fun or live my life, it would be the times that Tony had Avi. So mm-hmm. I didn't have to feel like I needed a sitter or any of that stuff. Because yeah. when I had Avi, I was home. Right. Or well, you took him somewhere right. special for him. Right. Yeah. 
Now, having a kid 100% of the time is a yeah. little different. Yeah. And not having the nanny around. Yeah. I had a nanny. Shout out to TT. And everybody else in the community who helped me with Avi. Yeah. But, um, yeah, so now I have the baby at home. And then I have to get to work. So I'm only seven weeks in. So it's a different dynamic. But don't you know I already started interviewing au pairs. <laughs> <laughs> So au pairs for people who don't know, because I didn't know what they were, live in um, uh, exchange students that help you with your kids. So in exchange for them coming to America, living at your house, you provide room and board and you give them a nominal stipend. And then they get the experience of being in America and you're like their host family. But it's childcare, mm-hmm. which is Fabulous. So my kids will learn another language. You can pick which part of the world you want them to come from, which was very interesting. So, for instance, like you could pick somebody from um, England or you could pick somebody from Venezuela or you could pick someone from Italy. They give you a region of the map of the Mm -hmm. world. And then when those people come in, you see their resume and what kind of experience they have. So what we're specifically looking for is Spanish speaking and um, education-based. So they'll be able to be hands-on with the kids while I'm at work. And then overnight, if I have to go to the restaurants, like it's just very, my re- my restaurant schedule is very demanding. So that kind of childcare plays into what my needs are. So we're going to have somebody living with us and a new part of the family, which is pretty cool. And it lasts a year. And... um. If they want, they have the option of staying a second year. Or, oh, they do? Yeah. Okay. That's another thing I was worried about. Like, you know your that. kid gets so attached yeah. to the au pair, and then they're gone in a year. So it's pretty cool that they ha- they have the option, though. I can't say, would you like to stay? They have to stay. And then oh. their visa gives them one more year. Oh. Yeah, it's pretty interesting. It is. So I've been skeptical <laughs> about moving a say. hot babe into my house. <laughs> With my baby daddy. I didn't know if you were going to bring that up. I'm bringing it up, baby. It's the sauce. So it's, um, she's going to hear this one day. I have to watch what I say. But I don't want like some like Swedish hot blonde chick hanging out by my pool (laughs) with my kids. There's plenty of Spanish. Why am I then Spanish? He likes blondes. Oh, okay. (laughs) I couldn't tell. Yeah, well, I'm not his type, and you know how that happens. But you have to have this psychological mind fuck behind it because you know 2021 and shit happens, and it's like okay, so at the expense of hey. How much of a gambler am I? Hey, it happens to the best of them. I'm not naive. I'm not saying that Cody would ever. I mean, he's. He might, he might not. I'm not. <laughs> but here's never the state. Never say Don't never. Don't eat it. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> but that's real talk, right? That's hey, that's real talk because it's like you're putting the, then they're and they're all under 24 or 26. You don't want to be in that club. Right? There's no. a lot of women who are in that club. No, you yes, but you don't want to be in there. I don't. So it's like in this interview process, do I intimidate? Do I welcome? How <laughs> comfortable do I make this woman feel living in my home with my kids? It's a very, very tough place to be in. And that's the harsh, cold reality of it. Yeah, that's... Um... Like, I love having people over and, and, and entertaining them and then send them home. 
Now she's living upstairs in my bedroom. But my kids have the consistency of someone being around when I have to go to work, which I loved with TT. You think that'll make you work more or less? Ooh. If I have the opportunity. in your house and you're going to be like, oh, I'm going to go. I'm going to go. Yes. I got to go. <laughs> I will <clears throat> choose that option, please. Yeah, I'll probably you work more. You know what I mean? You'll probably work more is my thought. Yeah. Yeah, well, which is good. My business and somebody's is somebody's taking care of your house, and you're like, oh, what am I going to do here? Thing. They take care what of your gonna house, What am I going to do here? Too. I'm going to go. Go, go work. And then you won't be with the kids. Yeah. And that's your fear. And that's, you know, that's the only thing I'm... Which is why I had another one, so I could experience the yes, whole hands-on honey. mommy. Yes. My boobs are hurting right now. <clears throat> I must be hungry. I'm still nursing. <laughs> Talking about it. It's funny how the biology is. I'll remind you. Mm-hmm. So that's where I'm at. Getting back to work. Um, the restaurants are fine. We're growing. I just had a pitch to a group of investors for a very, very awesome project I've been working on for years and years. It's coming to fruition. I'm not ready to disclose that yet, but it's happening. And, um, you know, just figuring out this, uh, navigating the the mom Mom of an eight-year-old and mom of a newborn at 37 years old, moving an au pair and opening up more restaurants, having to be available for the leadership team and moving forward, which I feel like I have a really good grasp of it all. And taking the two months off was validation that the team's good. So what's next? Because I'm bored. I know. You get bored. And then I start creating stuff. Yeah. Well, I mean, you can relax and chill and stay home, and you're good at that. But while you're doing that, you develop business yeah. plans. <laughs> you don't have to be out doing it. You can mm-hmm. you can do it in anywhere at my home and <laughs> Florida. What we went on a road trip to we Florida do it everywhere. <laughs> yeah, introduced the baby to my 87 year old grandmother. Shout out to Nana, Mom. We went down to see her and introduced the baby. But we what stopped at Myrtle Beach, Savannah. Uh, stayed in Florida for a week and a half. And Carolina. Carolina. Oh, yeah. Stopped to see Heather in South Carolina at her house. Like, I can literally do what I do on the road. Yeah. And I can do it at home, being a stay-at-home mom. But you can't because you got the kids. Like, I couldn't with Avi. Yeah, no. It's, no it's, I had to go to co-work when I had Avi at six months. Like, yeah. I needed my own space to be able to be creative and go talk to adults. Yeah. And you can't, like, you're like, you can bring the baby to work, strap him to you when I, or bring the stroller when I went to check on the new, when I go to check on the new uh, plan. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. You're like, well, bring the baby with you now. No, ma. I can't bring the baby with me. I can. I can do whatever I want, but I can't. Right. Because. Uh, I mean, you were in a bind. Right. For that when I said that, but yeah. I mean, you can. No, I mean, like a, moving forward, you're like, well, well it's under yeah, because they want your attention every second of every minute. So. They do, and then there's a level of professionalism, right? Right. Right. Like that woman from UK who breastfed on the podium when she was she's in the parliament or something. Remember that mm. a couple months ago? Really? She made a point that uh. women can lead, and she was nursing right on the podium at that. It's a little extra. As extra as I am, yeah, I wouldn't do like pull up in my restaurant and be like, "Hey, <laughs> who do you want for an appetizer?" <laughs> yeah, no. <clears throat> Vincenzo's having um, lo- local sourced <laughs> <laughs> farm to table. 
<laughs> no GMOs. No, no. Get the picture out of your head. Everybody. Oh, but it's like at I can ex- I could take this to extreme, right? Because I'm very in style. Yeah, you are. I am so in style. Not just because I'm wearing red bottoms right now, <laughs> but because, you know, female entrepreneurs are conversation worthy right now. Which brings me into an interesting topic for another podcast, which is the That's Restaurant right. Relief Fund and how they chose women first. Yes. I want to get into all that funding stuff in another episode. What a f- shit show that was. I'll allude to it, but I'll have a whole conversation about it. Yeah. Uh, right now, I just got to get my hormones out, I guess. <laughs> yeah. Raging hormones. And then there's there's that part, right? If after, after you had a kid, you're hormonal. You're, will I ever be the same? And then you got body shit you got to go through. And then it's your mental capacity. And then you're overly exhausted. Like yesterday... I messaged Tot and I said, I can't, I'm having a defeated day. I can't do it. But before we get into that, let's hear a quick word from our sponsors with my voice, of course. I'm getting ready. Hey guys, if you're like me and you had no idea where to start with your podcast and you have an idea for it, let me suggest looking into Anchor. They help me out. It's a free creation tool that lets you record, edit, and distribute your podcast all from your phone or computer. So it's not so intimidating. Anchor will take care of all the distributing of your podcasts so you can be heard on popular platforms like Apple Podcasts or Spotify, and there's so many more out there. You can even make more money off of your podcast with no minimum listenership. So there's no pressure of having to figure out where you're going to get paid to do this. They take care of it all. Anchor is everything you need to make a podcast in one place. If you'd like to check it out, download it for free on the app or go to anchor.fm to get started. Anchor, the easiest way to make a podcast. I'm getting ready. Yes, it was a hard day. Yep. I think it was in the air. Yep. We'll chalk it to something in retrograde. Okay, I'll take that. (laughs) No, but yesterday I had the meeting for Presto. Yes. Like the catch-up meeting. And um, then Tatiana and I met up to talk about her new venture and what she's going with her life. And that, you know, that's a loss. I love you, and it's a loss. But she's moving on to bigger and better things. Hey. And I'm excited. It's a loss for me in my life every day. I'm still going to be here. I know, but I won't be able to see your beautiful face. The cool thing about it is that I'll be I'll be behind in time. So even when you think it's <laughs> late, you can still it'll still be a decent time where I am. That's perfect way of looking at it. And you'll always be always be ahead of the game, exactly. right? So, uh well, actually I'll be ahead and then I can pass it to you. Exactly. I, and can't, then I can't work that hard right now. I'll be brain. behind and then it won't be too late. Ever it won't ever be too late. There you go. <laughs> That's like a movie. Yep. Time. So Tatiana is doing her thing, and we talked about that, and and then I don't know. I just kept getting downer and downer and downer. And then I got a. You didn't see the string on fixing York about where I to did. go. I did. I read that. Oh last my night. god. So somebody asked where to go eat fresh pasta, 
in town. The Olive Garden goers voted Olive Garden. And I don't then, think it was fresh. It was just pasta. Just or pasta. Yeah. And then, um, you know, people chimed in. Moonlight Cafe, shout out to the Rendas, the awesome restaurant over there. And then, you know, people talk the truth of their experience, and right. that hurts a lot of the times. Yeah. So somebody who had a horrible experience at Presto and everybody who commented Presto, she would like, nope, it's awful. Don't go there. It's disgusting. I'm Italian. It's not Italian food. And I'm like, oh, my God. So I privately messaged her and let her know that, oh, my gosh, I'm so sorry. I had a less than stellar experience. Let me fix it. I come from Alberto's. I come from Two Tony's. I'm 100% Italian. Like we mm. created fast food Italian that doesn't exist because of what opportunities are out there. Give me a chance to win you back. And she was really nice in the message, yeah. private message. And then I saw others comment, go to press and stuff. But it's just defeating. Yeah, well, like, or, you know, we got a lot of, you know, a few more kinks to uh, 100% to figure out. And, and, it, and the pandemic and it just kind of like hit us in the face. And it's like, ugh, you know can't really train people long enough because they leave or, you know, and it's frustrating. Yep. Also props to you for so. handling it that way. Like I feel like I see so many Thank people you. get just super defensive when they see that instead of reaching out like that and actually having the conversation. Yeah, thanks. Yeah, she's good at that. That's, I mean, I always take the humble approach because we're not always going to get it right, but if this is an opportunity to learn, I'm going to take it. Yes. Like what did we do wrong? And she let me know the Alfredo mm. was watery and we know that's a problem. Yeah. So it's like, well, she's one person that spoke up. How many other yeah. people had this experience? And you harp on it all mm -hmm. the time. All the time. My mom is a stickler for that. And thank God. But as a commissary, we're trying, I'm getting into the business plan of it, but yeah. it's, we're, we're trying to work out the kinks. Yeah. And it's a process. Like this is a brand new concept to the market, let alone to us. And we're just trying to figure out consistency. And we knew that we were going to test it in New York. Like, it's not a franchise yet. We're right. learning. We're developing. We're seeing. I'm starting very small and basic. With, and we're trying to get that message out there. Yeah. You know, yeah. I mean, I think Bear with them, us type thing. You know, I know it's tough because they're paying for it. But. Yeah. And for the most part, I mean, we correct our mistakes. We yeah. give them complimentary. Yeah. If we, if we messed up. Um, but it's a process. And I'm okay. I accepted that. I knew that was going to be the case. I mm -hmm. mean, five guys didn't start five guys the way that they started. Chipotle, look what they did after they were huge. Like, yeah. it's just, it's it's a chance you take in feeding the public at any time. But yesterday, in the mood that I was in, the hormonal imbalance that I'm under, I really took that harshly where usually I wouldn't. I'd be like, it's fine. But I'm like, we're failing. Nobody likes us. You didn't call we're me. We're going to close up. <laughs> I called you at night when I was putting Avi to bed. cried. You didn't tell me why. I, I happened couldn't. to just. <laughs> I was like, I just, just had a hard day. Oh, Lord. And then <laughs> I come home. Oh, I started with Cody yelling at me in the morning because he's stressed out. He's not sleeping. So he took all his frustration <laughs> at me in the morning. And I'm like, I just asked you where you were going. <laughs> and he unloaded yeah, on yeah. me. So it started in the morning and it was just a snowball effect all day long. And it was technically my third day back on the scene. So then my son comes home from Hershey Park. I don't want to see you. I want to be with my dad. <laughs> and I'm like, nobody loves me. <laughs> that was a day. Wasn't oh, it? my God. And then the baby, oh. like, he just was super fussy at night. And I was just trying to put him down. And I gave him a bath. And we both just took a Zed moment. And I went upstairs into the nursery. And I just fed him. 
and rocked him until I cried myself to sleep. Aww. And then I ended up in that corner. We called you. Avi and I yeah. FaceTimed you. We ended up in the corner of his bedroom under the blade. He's like, Mommy, cuddle me. We need it. Because he saw me crying. He's like, we need it. Aww. So sweet. So that he sat in the so corner sweet. and he got my super comfy blanket off of my bed that he's never allowed to touch. <laughs> and he brought it and he's like, can I just use it tonight? Oh, I did that, that what that was about. Yeah. So, and then he has this journal. Uh, it's like a flashcard journal for kids. Yeah. That they go through and pick a topic to write about in the journal. Okay. So it like coaches them to start writing about mm. their day. Mm-hmm. So I said, pick something that you want to write about. And I write why he talks. So I, I like know. document his story for him. Mm. So yesterday he picked the pick a time or talk about a time when you were really sad. Oh boy. So this kid goes into detail about how he's so sad, how he has to leave his daddy. Oh, I broke your heart. Yeah. I'm like, oh God. Breathe. Because he had fun with his dad. He and did. I said, and you know, Tony was home when he was trying to get him to come upstairs. Or Tony was at the house and Cody was home and. Yeah. 2021, we're all co-parenting. So Tony goes to put him upstairs and, you know, starts yelling at him. And I'm like, he's eight and we have to remember it's really hard for him to leave one happy place to go to the other place. And they're both good. Yeah. I said, Tony, we've never experienced that. He doesn't like that you both can't be in one house. Yeah. So we have to extend the grace to Avi. And then that was a hurdle we had to jump through last night and get him to calm down and be happy to be home and. Cody takes it so harsh, you know, and then he, like, tries to make him laugh. I'm like, yeah. not now. And you try to make it not now. So all that navigating, and that wasn't even any business. Yeah. <laughs> it was just a review on Facebook and my son. So I'm, like, I'm feeling the fatigue. And I like how you put it last night, Todd. You said you just got to build your stamina again. Yep. That's all. Yep. That's it. So done. That's <laughs> just all we got to do. Just and it's true. Back and it's like you're running a mile just you know, to learn how to run a second mile and then add the third. That's true. But she's got a, um, Quickly. the baby in the time frame with the little baby. She don't want to miss out on the, because um, that goes so quick. Well, the so it's going to be hard phase. to really jump into it like, like you would normally. Right. You know what I mean? Because that's how you roll. But this time it's a little different. It is. I'm hesitant. Yeah. And I can't do anything half-ass. So that's another challenge. Mm. Like I'm doing it half ass, but yeah. thank God, I mean Brian's killing it. Yeah, as the ops guy. So yeah, that's just um, where I'm at. New baby and all. So as we build the stamina to keep running my miles, as I get to a triathlon, literally. Mm. <laughs> um. Yeah, just putting one foot in front of the other is where I'm at right now. And that's okay. I am allowing myself to have the moments of breaking down and building back up. I mean, you would if you had a... Transparency. That's right. And you would if you had a female working for you that was in your situation. You would be so understanding understanding and helpful and, you know... Yep. And and so you got to be that yeah. So you like you be were at Brian's yourself. house Saturday night while he had all four kids yeah. and his wife and his sister in law went and worked in the restaurants, yeah. and he babysat four children <laughs> by himself until mom and his mother in law came over. Yeah, and um, see, we're like a big happy family. This is my <laughs> chief of operations, and um, I I totally 
uh, extend the grace to yeah. him too for when he's like, can I bring Bennett into work? Tot goes over and babysits. Mm-hmm. That's <laughs> like my favorite. <laughs> we all work together. Yep. Yeah. <laughs> yep. We're a big family to get through whatever is brought to us. So, um, I think the most important thing in anything that you're doing in life, whether it's building a business or just getting yourself to work is to remember that life happens and that's the point and life the business of life is the acquisition of memories that's my new quote that I came up with and that's all there is to it what do you you can't I don't want to be the richest person in the graveyard is what I heard somebody say today on a podcast I don't want to be the richest person in the graveyard I want to live my life while I'm here boy this is part of it ain't getting getting, what's getting back to it though am I doing what I'm naturally born to do by being a leader in business or by being a mother I should put more focus on being a mother right because that's what I'm here to do right but then you also have responsibilities yeah but isn't that like a, a mind fuck like I'm here to give it all I got in this life, well, but know, I am genetically made to redevelop well, and give you know, life. Back when I had my kids, they made mothers feel guilty for being home, staying home and not doing careers. That's when it started with you guys. Yeah, you know, it was like, oh, you're a stay-at-home mom. Like, it was a awful thing, you know? Yeah, like you're less than, like not living up to your fullest so potential. Yeah, so I mean. So you, I'm living up to my fullest potential and a mom. Yeah. And I'm here to tell you that it's, it looks looks as if it could be a lot harder if I allowed it to keep screwing with my head mm-hmm. and didn't look for things like the au pair to help out and thought that I could do it all myself. There's no fucking way I could well, do it all just, myself. It just, it depends on what you let in your brain. Why are you feeling guilty? You know, don't. Well, you just said I don't want to miss out on the the new baby thing. You but, just subliminally put yeah, guilt but on my Is that guilt? Plate. No, that's understanding. I get it because you, that's true. That's why you wanted to get pregnant and you wanted to right, feel but it if all. What is isn't in a position to where I could call the shots of my own yeah, schedule? And you, you how earned would that. I, how would I navigate this though? You're doing a good job. You earned it. You depend on your staff and, and it's only a short window. Right. That, you know, before that little boy is, you know, out of that baby infant stage. It's not long. Right. And just enjoy it. That, everything will be there. You ain't going nowhere. Right. Which, I mean, I'm totally cool with. I'm just talking about, like, to be relatable for women who can't call their own shots and have the baby and then have a demanding life. Holy hell. Yeah. It's a lot. And just not to feel guilty. Just to figure it out every day. Days, yep. Some days you're good. Some days you're bad. Some days, you know. I think it's just making grace your second nature. Right. That's good. That's really it. Just extending grace to whoever, even the people who want to make anybody feel guilty for working too much or working too little, like extending grace to them to understand, hey, you don't know my life. Right. You don't understand, you know, what I got going on, what I'm trying to build, who I'm trying to be. And um, bigger than that, you don't know who God like called me to be. So like extending that grace to if you don't get it, that's cool. Yep. Like, that's literally cool. You don't have to. Um, but then extending yourself to grace to understand yeah. that, you know, some days going to be better than others. Yep. And he's 100%. there too. 100%. Yeah. And you got his grace and he's there for you. 
to help you through it. Sigh. <laughs> hey, they say being a mom is the most important job in the world. That's it. And that is a faux show. Oh my gosh, I'm 29 and every day I realize ugh, I'm just like my mom. <laughs> uh, and it's, uh, I think that there's a true level of uh, uh, appreciation and just honor that I that I have now at this age to just carry those characteristics of my mom. Yes, honey. So like whatever my mom had to do and whoever my mom had to be in raising me is just a testament to who I am today. And yep. like you shouldn't feel good, like you shouldn't feel bad about working or not working. Yep. I mean, and it does come from our mothers, right? Yeah. And what they instilled in us. So it's their fault we're awesome, Tatiana. It's their fault. <laughs> it's their fault. Who told me to be a solution-based person? Right. Dawn. Dawn. Right, Angie. That's right. Because we see. Yeah, we lived it. We're living it. So we want we see it and we want our girls to do better. Yep. You know, so because we know we're living and we know better, so we want them to do better. So hopefully, you know, when we give you all that advice and while you're growing up, it works. It doesn't normally work until about... Until you're older. Until so you're about, about 25. 25. <laughs> right. yep. It, it doesn't. My mom will always say, You'll see. a hard head makes for a soft ass. And she'd always <laughs> tell me, I don't understand why you have to do the things that I already did. Like, I already did those. You didn't yeah. have to do that. You didn't yeah. have to do that, Tatiana. And I'm uh. like, I did. Right. Yeah. <laughs> I had to do it my way in yes. order to learn the lesson yes. my way. Yeah. And that's all she says. You didn't have to do that. But, you know, it's, it's you feel it. Every mother feels it like, oh, you just want to just save them time. Yeah. Yes. Or you she uh, would get, get on me because uh, I would wait until she always says, you wait until the hole's deep to ask for help. Yeah. Mm. Yes. That was, that was the worst. That's this one here. Mm. This one over here. Like, I know after the, the fact. Holes, why are you waiting until the hole's so deep? Why are you waiting? And why are you waiting to pay a parking ticket? Mm. Why are you waiting until you're in Central Booking to tell me to help pay a parking ticket? <laughs> like, mind your business, mom. <laughs> well, that's why well, it's the constable at your door right now. Yeah. Literally, mom, tell him I'm not there. Oh, uh, right. <laughs> yeah, and then you Have get my back. Involved. Have yeah. my back. Oh, jeez. Yep. 100%. And it'll happen to you. <laughs> I got two boys. Yeah, y'all better pray for me. Oh my gosh, I say all the time, <sighs> "What are you gonna do when you got all those personalities marching around the house?" It's gonna be fun. They're not walking, marching, marching <sighs> to the beat of their own drum mm -hmm. too. It's gonna be a, my. It's only just begun. Only. I mean, I have yet. Aviano's at a stage now where he's just him. He's a small adult mm -hmm. he's a double dose of you man he's just something he, isn't he oh yeah true he's a tough one and i mean he's gonna be great when he's older as long as i can keep molding that little personality because you know his mind i do you know expect i didn't we didn't have the same mind so i was just you kind of got a lot of shit over on me <laughs> the, um, but you won't let that have nobby <laughs> mom was practice yeah <laughs> I just read this. Um, I'm in, actually in still in the middle of reading this book called Outliers by Malcolm Gladwell. And um, it's pretty much saying that statistically uh, people who are pretty much involved in community and surrounded around like-minded people in terms of like whatever like 
say you choose uh, soccer for Avi and mm-hmm. by putting him in soccer teams and, you know, giving him soccer books and letting him hang out with his soccer friends, like he's more likely to be successful in soccer than someone who doesn't have that type of community or who doesn't have a parent who advocates for them. Mm-hmm. And I think that the way you mold that is literally by like figuring out what he loves and then constantly putting him in that community. That community is literally the... Like his tribe. The, uh, yeah. It's yeah. the secret weapon. Yep, yeah. I agree, and it's funny yeah. that you say that because entrepreneurs, I feel the same way. Like if yeah. you're if you're around like-minded people from a young, like my parents were both entrepreneurial. Right. I don't know any other language. Mm-hmm. Like I tried to be an elementary school teacher, and that's what I got for you, entrepreneur. Mm-hmm. So um, Avi's the same way. Like he's an entrepreneur. And I'm trying my hardest to create some kind of stability and consistency in him going to something different. And he's constantly like, nope, taking over the restaurants. Like, he's doing it naturally now. We'll be at a restaurant. I'll be like, mommy, I could open a restaurant that has a bounce house in it. And then, like, he does that <laughs> at eight. And I'm like, oh, no. He's oh, my got gosh. It. I think that I have that same bug. Yeah. Because yeah. I'm literally at <laughs> restaurant. I'm like, I would never do this now that you're there but i would also just never open a restaurant i always say i open a bar and we're not selling food (laughs) (laughs) all you're getting is chips (laughs) you got time for a kitchen but that's the dream but pennsylvania doesn't let you do that you'll be able to do that california yeah but not for sure i think that you know they uh i think the one thing that your kids have that uh a lot of successful people have is a parent that will advocate for them um, in the book, it was just saying that, like, you know, there's the kid who gets, like, a bad grade at school, and then the, the parent will just, like, see see how hard, like, their kid worked, mm-hmm. you know, they did all this stuff, and then there's a parent who, like, won't go to school and, like, go, what you mean my kid got a bad grade? Right, that's and your then, problem. <laughs> right, and then, um, like, what, what's going on? And oh, that yeah, kid yeah. who has that parent that's more willing to advocate for them is like you know essentially i'm pushing the limits i'm gonna be successful yeah like they they have that support system like people who don't yeah. they just fall by the wayside they just accept whatever they get so you think it's more of a product of your environment or genetics i think it's a little of both honestly i don't think i can choose i think that this year i had a moment with my dad was just explaining like how he got his job now um, and I was praying on like a full circle moment. I was like, God, who am I? And mm-hmm. I, I don't know who I am, but I need it to be full circle. And my, my dad, he's actually my stepdad. I've known him since I was one. He gave me this story about how he went above and beyond to get this job. And I literally was crying as mm-hmm. simple as this story was. I was crying and I was like, man, um, I'm a true product of who my, like of my parents. Yeah. I'm a true product of my so parents. So that's environmental. Yes. But. The the genetic part of it is I am just emotional and yeah. sensitive and, you know, have, you know, I have the tendency to become depressed because of who my my actual dad is. Do I have that genetic gene? Yes. But my environment provided me the strength to over to just kind of negate that. Love it. So. That was a good explanation of both. Yeah. Environment and genetic. Like, you can't genetically have emotional strength. Right. Like, my mom was... You could genetically be stubborn. <laughs> I think that. I think that. You, can, it, it's, you, can't, just, you can't knock it out of somebody, that's no. for sure. Can't knock it out of mm-hmm. Avi. He was like that at freaking the get-go. 
Yeah. I've just pushed the limit until you. Oh my God. Even answers, when he yes. was a baby, he pushed the limit. And I was like, Tony, I can't. I don't know what to hand, what to do. You know, know. <laughs> she did. She knew exactly what to do. So, you know, it's either you're, you got the wiring or you don't. That's interesting, isn't it? Yeah. I challenge everybody to look at their kids and see who genetics they got. <laughs> my mom and my stepdad, uh, my mom will always go, I have a little sister. She's about to be 15. And whew, we're different. Yeah. I'll say that. And uh, my mom will be like, that's your genes. Mm-mm, not my family's. <laughs> I, she, my, my family don't act like that. She says that all the time. My family do not act like that. I don't know who. <laughs> that is your kid. <laughs> yep. I know. I can feel me and Cody doing that already. Like, nope. That's a your trait. <laughs> yeah, that's your side. That's you. That's the Jafrida the Jafrida side. I know that. Oh lord. But nonetheless, the journey has just begun, and I have yet to figure out how to handle it all. But it's going to happen day by day. I can promise you that. Yeah. And the only thing that is for sure is that we gonna die. Everything else in the middle of it, you got to figure it out. It's the only thing that's for sure. So, create. The future you want to live, whether it means having a million babies or a million businesses or both. And be mindful. And know that you That's can do it. That's my takeaway. Just be in the moment as well. Yeah. So you don't lose any. And be transparent. Like, I'm not going to walk through this life and act like, <laughs> I just had it. Like, I just posted, posted that picture today. Mm-hmm. Like, yeah, I just had a baby and I'm back at it. But I didn't wake up like this. Like, it's a, yeah. it's a challenging a feat right now. Yeah. And so many people aren't transparent like that. They're filter filtered living bullshit yeah so i'm having a time that's where i'm at i'm having a time navigating it all but i knew that when i signed up for this so all to your benefit yep yep i signed up for this i put myself here and i'm gonna get myself through it that is all thanks guys keep it moving